Hey everybody, before we get started on today's episode, I want to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the easiest way to make a podcast these days with everything you need you know, all in one place. Let me explain how it works. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer or, or iPad or anything like that. Uh, when hosting an on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. To get started, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, from the Diamond to the Dugout, it's the Twins Nation Podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Hey, Twins Nation, this is Joe Gunderson, and uh, this is uh, another podcast. Today, it looks like it's just going to be Sherry and I, Sherry from TwinsDaily.com. How are you today, ma'am? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Can't can't complain about a team still in first place. No, and I don't know what's happened with the White Sox, but they all of a sudden decided to show up. So I'm hoping that as of tomorrow and hopefully by the end of the Houston series, we are still able to claim that position. Yeah, I don't know. Are they playing right now? Yeah, I think they are. They are playing, right? They didn't have a night off. I don't think they do have a night off this week. Okay, because I know they won, what, six in a row right now? I think seven. Oh God! Okay. I know. Scaring <laughs> me. They, they, they remember how to play. Darn it! <laughs> yeah, something about those eleven people being hurt and coming back probably made a huge difference. <laughs> I know. Uh, they during this first series they played against the Twins, they showed like how many guys they just had on the sixty-day DL, and I'm like. That's too many. Yeah, they had, (laughs) oh gosh. At least five. Yeah, when they played us, it was five or six. I don't know how many. I know they had a couple more. And maybe it's been like 11 overall throughout the entire rotation of the past couple series. Maybe that's what it was. Um, But I do know they were significantly damaged for quite a while. They're, they're they're winning right now. <laughs> okay, well that's uh that's wonderful. <laughs> it's only the third inning for them though. They're, they're playing. Oh, lots of baseball. Cleveland. Lots of baseball left. They're playing Cleveland right now. Oh, Cleveland. Oh, not Cleveland. The 
the weird thing they have a have any hits. <laughs> so. Oh. The base is loaded or something. So, anyway, on to our team. So let's let's talk about this past week we had. Um, we won uh, five out of seven games. Uh, God, that's unbelievable. You know, I hate to even say it, but I'm a, <laughs> slightly disappointed it wasn't. All seven of them, just because of the team we lost to. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't, denig- I don't want to denigrate the Baltimore Orioles too much, but we all they're they're right uh, supposed to be very good, and uh, right. But the but the Twins did uh, play Monday, Thursday, and split the series two to two. Uh, won the first two games and lost the last two. Um, and then this weekend they played the Oakland and swept them. Um, three one-run games. With uh, so that so that brought the record to five and two. It is eighteen and eleven now. And three and uh, for first place. So, um. Not a bad uh, place to be. No, not a but not at all. Um, I was enjoying six what, games, but three games is still okay. <laughs> you know, can't complain. Um, anyways, uh, from this week. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. So evidently, oh, there's so many. Um. Okay, so I'm going to go with this. I am going to go with um, Polanco um, being not even the real deal, um, but because he is, right? He wouldn't be in the majors if he wasn't. Um, He is one of our best players. Oh, absolutely. And, And there's just no generated love or appreciation for him. I don't see it um, as much as I do like Buxton, Correa, and even players like Kirillov, who isn't in that, in my mind, that impressive to me. And yes, I know he's had his injury and he's been um, down, but Polanco is on a nine game hitting streak. And that's, that's huge. Um, and I just wish that people or even maybe the organization were more um, verbal about his contribution to the team because he is absolutely, absolutely fantastic. And I loved watching him in the past two series. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that is kind of a reflection of him kind of being a a steady Eddie kind of a guy, like you kind of know what you're going to get from him now. Right. Um, so that maybe does lead to not being as appreciative of him as we should. Not that we don't like him, but it's, I don't know. Just not. They call him Mr. Reliable, you know, he's yep. reliable yep. and 
you know, you're exactly right. You know what you're going to get from him every single time he's off. Yep. And uh, he did get off to kind of a slow start this year, but he. Um, nine. That definitely it looks like he's back to where he should be. Um, and the numbers will, I'm sure, reflect that soon enough. Um, and then, so let's see. Um, so in the uh, Baltimore series, what what would you say was one thing you took away from that? Ah, uh, I. <laughs> To me, it was frustration so a little. It was what? Frustration, like I said, because uh, I still feel like they they should have taken that series. So I was a little frustrated yeah. they didn't. I think for me, okay. So to counter that, you're right. We easily, I think, could have taken the series. Um, but do you remember the twenty? 20- 2016 Indians when they were on their um, 22 game hot streak and they won was it 21 or 22 in a row and then they went on like maybe four or five weeks later to the World Series and lost um, Yeah, I don't like losing but I also feel like a break in winning is necessary um, not, and it's not even a humility thing. It's just a matter of, okay, the streak has been broken up. That way we can focus on what needs to change. When you, when you lose, I know there's focus on what needs to change when you win, but when you mm-hmm. lose, there's also focus on what you need to change to win. Sure. Sure. That. Um, it is odd to say, but sometimes losing, I don't know if you want to say it's a good thing, but it, it, like you, you know, it does make, and sometimes, so it's, but, uh, not that you want to, but it, it can do, it can, in the long run, be good, I suppose. Right. Um, yes. Um, so let's see uh, now throughout that series though I think what what was uh, what I found is the first two games they obviously they and pretty much this whole I'd say they pitched really well um, which was probably the main reason they won those games and yes, uh, and unfortunately, uh, the last two games they did not, especially on uh, Wednesday. The only one poor outing. He went only, he went only three and three and two thirds innings and gave up nine runs and eleven hits. Um, and then the next day he was. Uh, diagnosed as having COVID. Um, so he's currently 
COVID injured list. Um, so like, I know when you and I have been texting back and forth this week, um, this last week, you feel that maybe that something to do with his performance. Maybe he he had it, but tested for right. it, um, right. and he wasn't. So which yeah, is, I you know it's. It's very possible. And, you know, if you have a headache or an upset stomach or just feel tired, you're not necessarily going to assume that it's COVID, right? Or from what I've understood, pardon me, is that when you get the ailment, um, it's kind of, it's, it's slow. It doesn't hit you all at once. And so, you know, I'm quite sure that even if he had one or two symptoms it doesn't take much to affect a game and I have never seen Bundy that bad Mm. and so I think for me and maybe for my mental health I'm gonna chalk it up to just absolutely (laughs) him possibly feeling ill and go from there yeah. And it very well could be. I don't know. Um, the fact, though, that it was the second straight poor outing makes me just wonder if maybe maybe it maybe he hasn't felt good both of those times. I don't know. Obviously, it wouldn't have been COVID both of those times, or because um, he would have been tested in between those times. Um, but. Uh, he also it could be a mechanical thing that we don't notice, but um, maybe they'll find that out in um, tape, watching tape or uh, a bullpen session, and and might not be too obvious to people who aren't professional coaches or ball players, but um, but could be a number of things. Um, so we'll just have to hope that his next outing will be better because um, he is going to get another shot, and we'll get into why <laughs> um, soon here. Um, then what do we got? Um, uh, let's see. Um, I mentioned we played the A's this weekend. and All three. Very highly contested. They're all one-run ball games. Um, the first Friday was two to one. Saturday was one to nothing, and then Sunday was four to three. Um, <laughs> so we're at a premium, which is one concern I have is that we're not scoring runs um, lately. But um, can't the possibility or probably. Some good pitching or pitch hot at the time that we faced them, right? Um, You know, do you think it could be the new balls that are out this season? You know, I'm from it seems like they are having an effect. Um, but then I see Byron Buxton 450 feet, um, almost every time he hits a home run, and I then I'm like, 
it's a little confusing because it's not like, uh, um, you know, I haven't seen him hit very many wall scrapers, if any, this year. Um, But that doesn't mean maybe he would have nine home runs. (laughs) Who knows? In itself. Um, Because he's, what is he? He's tied with for the league leader up there anyway. Um, yeah, he's tied. There's four of them, and he's tied for the league lead. And I did state that incorrectly in my um, last article because I thought that he was, like, out of the four, he was the last in fourth position. But evidently there's four of them that are tied for the league lead. And I was – so I misspoke on that. But, yeah, that's still pretty – that's still pretty crazy. So four guys out there have nine home runs right now. That's that is. Okay. Guys. Uh, and what's crazy crazier about that is the guy uh, for the last few weeks hasn't been able to to answer the call every single day like you'd like him to. Series when he tweaked his uh, his knee a little bit in and out of the lineup or um, DH instead of playing and then uh, was it Saturday? Yeah, I think it was Saturday. He uh, was running the bases and uh, tweaked uh, his hip a little bit. Um, yeah, that like one kind of threw me. Yeah, it sounds like it's nothing, which is good. Season he he did the same thing and he missed several games. Um, he's probably gonna play tomorrow. Um, so the the fact that he he could take the day off yesterday and then they have a day off today sounds like so that's. That's like good news. Um, and uh, absolutely. And then, uh, I guess maybe we should do uh, the thing that of oh, late, but it's been the story of the team this this week. Um, roster moves and injuries and all that. Absolutely. Uh, so, um, which. So let's see which one should we address first. I think we kind of touched already. I guess he's like we said he's um, he's been battling uh, uh, a little bit of a funny base running thing that happened in Boston that made him yes. have to come out of the game, and then. Uh, um, and then, so he's, you know, he hasn't been consistently out in center field or in the lineup every day since then. Um, you know, he'll he'll play a couple games and then get a day off. And then, like we, like I just said on Saturday, he tweaked his hip. Um, thankfully, it doesn't sound like anything serious, and that won't require an injured list stint. Um, however, most other guys aren't so lucky. Uh, but Liv aren't so lucky. We'll talk about the other guy who is. Uh, we had a major scare in the Orioles series. We almost uh, 
lost uh, Carl. Oh my God! Yes. To, uh, we thought immediately would be a, a broken finger because he got hit in the hand twice. Uh, twice. Twice. Twice <laughs> in the same game, and you know, and I'm like, briefly, I'm like, are they throwing at him? What? And, <laughs> I actually thought the same thing the first time. I didn't think much of it, but we had what three players hit in that one game alone. And so I think at the point where he finally got hit for the second time, I was like, okay, I really feel like the Carlos Correa part is specifically intentional because maybe they're just throwing at the others to make it not look that way, but it sure looks that way to me. But the thing is, what reason would they have yeah, Baltimore has no reason. <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, he's not, he's not played on a division rival. Nope. Um, yes, I know he was part of a team that had a cheating scandal go on. Um, but that didn't affect the Orioles, really. I'm sorry. No, the Orioles <laughs> have been bad for forever, so. <laughs> I mean, um, and. I get you might not like a guy, but I don't know. Um, right. And then to add insult to injury, um, the one, the time he, that he gets, the second time he gets hit that causes him to have to leave the game, it's actually that the ball, so it's a ground ball out. <laughs> yeah. I so. still, I went back and I watched that and I, I'm still not sold, but if that's what they need to spin to make themselves feel better, all I know is... It it was so close, I don't think you could overturn it. Um, Yeah. But but anyway, but immediately when you see a thing like that, you think, well, there's broken. But hopefully the x-ray came back and MRI and everything came back and it's just... Yes. um, I, I say just a bruise, but I've never been hit by a 95 mile an hour fastball. <laughs> <Could> you, <laughs> yes, could you imagine? Like the people who are listening, like, um, it's more than a bruise. And it's funny because you hear <laughs> um Dick Bremer, he'll be the first one to say, like, oh, it's a contusion. And <laughs> Justin Morneau will be like, it's just a bruise. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no such thing as just a bruise when you're playing baseball. I mean, maybe there is, but <laughs> yeah, I think uh, just uh, a major league ball player's uh, definition of a bruise in ours is a little different. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got a bruise right now, but it's from falling off my Peloton. So um... <laughs> that sounds like a story. Oh, you're yep. okay. I am. Thank you. <sighs> But, uh, you know, I get, everybody gets bruises, but I, I think I'd be calling my mom for sympathy if I got hit by a 95 mile an hour fastball. <laughs> you and me both. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Like, and luckily it was. It looked mean, horrible. It did. I don't really understand how it ended up being a bruise, but I am just really, really grateful that it was because with everything else that he, and you know, he was another one who had a slow start and yes, 
<laughs> he didn't hit because he was, you know, a free agent. He didn't want to risk getting injured. And I'm sure settling into a new team didn't really help. So he was another one who kind of had a slow start. And so. And then he was been really hot the last oh. week, week and a half. Yes. Um, you know, I think he was hitting like 500 the last 10 games or something crazy. And uh, then he got hit and hurt. Um, yes. Uh, I don't know exactly what the style was, but it, he was really looked like finally was his bat was alive. Um, and it sounds so, like he is supposed to be up for this series. However, it doesn't yeah, sound know. like they're willing to say it specifically. According to um, CBS, they were CBS Sports. They were saying that they would like to have him in the series, but there is absolutely no guarantees at this point. He hasn't been put on any of the roster yet. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, he's on the active roster. They, uh, or I mean, sorry, the he, lineup. My apologies. <laughs> Well, no, that's fine. He he he's on the active roster, but he's not expected to play for yes. a little while longer because I don't think he's take unless he did today. I don't think he's taken batting practice or anything since that happened. Um, so, so those were the guys that survived uh, injury scares or serious injury scares. Um, but we've had a few guys weren't as lucky. Um, just looking at here, um, we had Kyle Garlic and went down in the last week. We mentioned yeah. last week it happened. Uh, he got put on. Uh, uh, last time we recorded, he was um, those, and uh, and uh, he had to have surgery on it. Um. To, to repair a torn meniscus and yes uh, and that i guess it was successful but there's no timetable yet as far as how long he's going to be out um and then uh, and i don't know what kyle garlic's status is i don't know if he's just um going to be out 10 days and then eligible to return and should be fine or, or what but I'm trying to remember what Kyle Garlic's because his wasn't a strain or anything, was it? Wasn't what was it? it with... I think it was a hamstring, wasn't it? Or... Okay, that it might have been. It, that... he, he think he did it in the outfield. I think he was on defense. Um, just kind of like uh, our buddy, our other uh, left fielder. Uh, uh, Trevor Larnick. Larnick, yes. He, he uh, made an outstanding throw in uh, was it was it the Baltimore series or no was it the A's series? It was he the A's series. A, yep. The A's series, and he threw a guy out at the plate, but unfortunately he got hurt on the play. Apparently, even though he, uh, I, I saw no sign of that, but uh, he uh, he he got put on the injured list. Um, and, uh, what was that? It was, uh, well, at first it was lower body issues and I don't think they had a really good idea of what was going on 
but it looks like for him, it's actually his right groin. That's right. And so I, yeah, and they brought up um, Jose Godoy. I'm not sure if they'll just be DHing Godoy or what they'll be doing with him, but yeah, it sounds like another groin injury. And I, you know, that's, I think a lot of that has been going around, you know, especially we see Buxton with the hip tightness and things like that. These guys just aren't getting their stretch out time. And I think it's just starting to come around now. Yeah. And that, you know, they wonder if that is also an effect of a. I think a lot of these nagging things are. Um, and so as far as you mentioned Jose Godoy, what, what he is, is he's a, he's a, the, the third catcher on the roster because they already, you know, they have, um, Gary Sanchez and, uh, um, Brian Jeffers. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, one is the catcher and one's the DH. Um, so, so uh, Godoy is insurance. Um, so, um, I don't know that he'll play much um, unless they deem the both catchers need a day off from catching, which which isn't always bad. Um, no. So. And I really like Godoy. I really feel like he is a player that if he gets an opportunity to really get those um, at-bats and behind the plate, I really feel like he is – he'll definitely be more than insurance at some point. I hope so for his sake, but uh, we shall see. Um, Then – so we talked about, and then uh, on Thursday, uh, yes, two players, oh God, like two players go down. Uh, Luis Arise, our Energizer Bunny, and uh, <laughs> Dylan Bundy, <laughs> and Dylan Bundy uh, came down with COVID, as well as Rocco Baldelli, the manager, uh, contracted that. And so, uh, since Thursday, he has not been able to manage. Um, so, uh, and so Chase Tingler, the bench coach, has been in his place, uh, and he's he's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I was very. Went three and zero. Yeah, he really did. And you know what's funny is, I had so that... completely forgotten that Rocco was out because Mm. it was a really good lineup and so for me I was like oh wow you know to go back and realize that it was him who had just filled in I was like wow like we know we got someone we can trust or even more so than that we have someone that Rocco can trust and they obviously have the same mindset which is absolutely fantastic well, and and Chase, he has managerial experience. He in the big in the big leagues. He he was with the uh, Padres, right? Um, before he came here, and yep. so he uh, uh, he knows how to run a ball club. And uh, and just because 
he can't be at the ballpark. Uh, and Rocco talk have talked every day, and he's largely told what to do by yeah by uh, Rocco or can um, as far as lineup and and whatnot. Um, so yes, he's the only one on the bench, and but uh, Rocco's still having his influence and. Um, so did you hear that they were after, I think it was the first A's win. I could be wrong, but after the first A's win, <laughs> Tingler had, um, Rocco on <laughs> FaceTime. And so they were all walking by like high-fiving the phone almost. And so someone <laughs> was like, are they slapping him in the face? <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> absolutely hilarious. That is funny. Uh, I guess I had not seen that one. That's funny. Um, so, so then we talked about that, and um, then um, after uh, the uh, injury to uh, um, uh, losing my mind, um. Carlos Correa, uh, even though he didn't get put on the injured list, um, and, and then after the uh, the moves to put the uh, Arise and uh, Bundy on COVID list, you have to replace those players and uh, a couple of young guys who we've been hoping for for a few years are now officially Minnesota Twins. There, Sherry. Yes, um, Royce Lewis. We got Royce Lewis and Jose Miranda. The the Jose's uh, uh, been the tri- affiliate uh, third baseman and first baseman, um, and um, he's he came up on uh, Thursday, I believe, and uh, to make his debut, and um, he's gotten a, a, a couple of hits, uh, including his first major league home run. Um, on uh, was that Friday or Saturday? He got that. That was and, Saturday. Yeah, and uh, then Friday, the day after that, after he came up, Royce Lewis, number one overall draft pick, uh, from was it twenty seventeen? Yep. He he uh made his debut. Got got a hit in his first uh, game. Blasted bat, but his first game, and then. Almost took one deep uh, this weekend as well. Oh, and he was uh, so mad about that. <laughs> it wasn't hunted out the tallest wall in the ballpark. Otherwise, it might have been a home run. <laughs> but he got a nice double. Um, and uh, he's he's played. Uh, the one thing that people were wondering about him is would he be because would he be able to handle shortstop defensively and so far the answer is yes um he's had a couple of plays that uh, were not routine that he he made he had to make a barehanded play um yesterday and uh also he uh he had to turn double play show off his show off his cannon for an arm um so he looks really good and uh he uh 
as is usually what happens. So that's kind of always cool to see. Um, you know, I text um, <laughs> LaTroy Hawkins I because it. I was like, wait a minute, you're Royce Lewis's dad? And he's like, that's funny. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys look exactly alike. And, you know, they interviewed Carlos Correa before the game, too. And they said, you know, what did you tell him? What did they, you know, what did you say? And Carlos said he's really good at what he does. So I just told him to go out there and be himself and try hard and Mm -hmm. enjoy yourself. And so I really thought that that was interesting as well because, you know, it's not like, oh, I gave him all this technical advice. He oh, no. knows what Royce yeah. Lewis is capable of. Yeah. In uh, spring training. Um, and uh, for goodness sakes, he stole the boy's number. <laughs> yes, you know, absolutely. Right? <laughs> you, know, you know, remember? Yes, I do. <laughs> Royce was wearing number four. Yes, that's and, right. I forgot and, about uh, that. And, uh, when they signed Carlos Correa, he didn't remember that, that uh, he'd been wearing in Houston. He went for a number change and changed to number four. Um, and so. Uh, and his yeah. excuse was, yeah, hold on, really his happens. excuse but he was like, He's he did say he's like oh it's a new chapter new city new town I'm like I just think you're a stand up guy and don't want to take someone else's number, which is awesome. I'm not sure whose number he was gonna whose number one was, but um, but uh, he he took or Carlos took number four and so Lewis had to give it to him, <laughs> <laughs> but which is the way it goes when you're you're the, you're not. You're a rookie, and the guy's been in the major leagues long enough. That's just the way it goes, and Royce knew that. So he wears number 23 now. Yes. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of think he, he the jersey they gave him looked a little big. Yeah, it did look a little big. <laughs> it looked definitely a little bit big, like someone else had already been wearing it. Because <laughs> like, uh, 23, if, if you remember, uh, that has been a – Guys, number the last couple of years, Mr. Nelson Cruz. Yes. So I'm like, did they just rip the name tag off him and off of that? And put a new one on. Just give him, didn't change anything, just gave him the same size Nelson's wearing. <laughs> but it, it did. It, Royce, isn't, Royce isn't small, small, but no, I mean, Nelson Cruz not. is a whole other creature. I was going to say, he's not Nelson big. Nope. <laughs> uh, maybe he just looked for some reason. Yeah. Oh, it just looked like it was a little bigger than I can imagine in it. But uh, how do you anyway, feel nice about him wearing number twenty-three? I don't care. Twenty-three doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's not like you know. It's not like number that was going to get retired you know or anything right you know car you know thank you uh nelly for what you did but at the same time he was only here two and a half years 
So, you know. right. Um. So, I like they're giving out that number. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, they didn't take take old Kilber's number off the wall, and all of a sudden he's wearing number three. Uh, so, no issues. Um, but that is that is kind of a thing, though. I was thinking about that. Like, has there, um, as you progressed in your fandom, um, and obviously seen guys uh, come and go and wear different the same number as the guy previously did. You can't wear that. That was that number. <laughs> Even though he's not part of the team anymore, you're like irrational a little bit about it. No, I, I think if, I think if I saw anybody wearing number sixty, which I know sounds ridiculous, but I know if I saw anybody else wearing number sixty, I would be probably really upset because Jake Cave has been sixty for forever now. Don't look at Jose Godoy's get back then. Oh no, is he 60? Yeah. Oh. I didn't even realize that, but I do know that Cave did get number 8 his favorite number. Um it's the number he's yeah. always been. Um and see, that loves- bothers me. That's Gary Gary's number. And it's also his play- <laughs> favorite player Gary uh Gary Gaetti. Um it's his favorite <laughs> player Cal Ripken. Oh. Can't argue with Cal. No, but you I, really can't. I, no. Um, one one number. I don't think they've issued it since since he's uh, re- retired. Have they? Have they? Forty eight out to anybody since Tori left the second time. I don't. You know I what? Remember. I don't think they have at all. They haven't. They haven't retired it. But no, I know they. I don't think they've given it to anybody. So, just kind of an odd thing. But that's just that's a little aside. Um, <laughs> so, uh, as far as the roster upheaval goes, uh, the good news is uh, we did get back off the injured list this Saturday. He pitched. A little bit of a surprise. The initial plan was he was going to pitch, but in St. Paul for the Saints. But then at the last minute, I guess they decided, no, he can pitch for the big the big boys on Saturday. Yes, and he did very well. He 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 only went four innings, but it was very impressive. They were four shutout innings, and I think he had seven strikeouts or something. And yep, uh, seven strikeouts. Yeah, so about the only reason he didn't go longer probably is uh, pitch count, um, you know, and being it's technically only his second start of the year because he got hurt during his first one, um, that he probably needs to build the arm up, so they didn't want to push him too hard, but he was outstanding, and uh, so it's nice to have him back because it's just in time because we lost Bundy, and uh, then on Sunday, unfortunately, we uh, lost Chris Paddock during his start, 
Yeah, yeah, I and I because it was Mother's Day, I was out, and so I still yeah. don't know. I haven't looked it up actually. I took a whole brain baseball day off today just so I could be ready for the podcast tonight. Um, <laughs> but what happened with Paddock during yesterday's game? So weird. Uh, I you know he uh, it was the third inning, um, and. I guess his elbow tightened up on him. And uh, so they're calling it elbow inflammation um, right now. Um, okay. Haven't, haven't seen anything come across that he's been put on the injury list or anything yet, but I can't imagine he won't be. They don't mess with that stuff, um, especially early in the season. They, I'm sure he will be put on injured list tomorrow, if not, Depending on, and we, so we don't know if it's more severe than just inflammation that hasn't been released yet, as far as I know. Um, I'm sure he had an MRI and everything on it today, um, I would guess. Um, just waiting until the. To make, make everything official that, you know, he's going on injured list and all that stuff. That's what teams like to do with. Um, for some reason they don't they don't do it on their off days it seems like I don't know um which is fine maybe the Saints had a game today I don't know um I'm sure they'll call up somebody to take his roster spot from from AAA um if he does need to go on um you know, I did read, I do remember when we brought him over that there was concern because in 2021, um, he did have a UCL sprain. Um, yeah, and, he's, and that, he's yes, too. in 2016. So, yeah. you know, I'm kind of curious as to if it could be just something that truly is just inflammation, something that came back up. Um, and I'm hoping that that's what mm -hmm. it is. Unfortunately, um, I don't know much about um, what having a UCL sprain would do as a pitcher um, or the detriment to it. I do know that he missed a good portion of 2021 because of it. So hopefully you're right that it's just routine and they put him down on the um, injured list and we just give him that 10 days and hopefully it's nothing more than just inflammation. Yeah. I, I know that if you tear it, that, that means you're going to have Tommy John surgery. Um, but uh, a sprain, if they catch it when it's just sprained, just a few days or weeks, um, cause, uh, so we'll see, we'll see what they say the severity is. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll know more tomorrow before the, before the game starts. Um, and, uh, so, um, so with the, with that, and then another move was Alex Kirloff was activated. He, he got hurt early in the season and, uh, so he's back, played his first game um, in the lineup this weekend. 
Um, he got, I believe, yeah, he got a hit. Um, and I know you, you, you had uh, earlier tonight. You had said that you're, uh, you're kind of down on him, huh? So I'm not. I don't know if down. Yeah, I guess you're. <laughs> I feel like he is for us the Ortiz complex, and I think that's just a safe phrase for us to go with from here on out on this podcast. Um, <laughs> if he does get better, if he does improve, and we've traded him, hmm. then what? Um, no. Yep, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Heavy, I know, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I, but how he, how, <laughs> how bad is this wrist? Um, because even when he was in triple A, he was still struggling a little bit with hits, he hasn't been nearly as good as Royce Lewis. and Oh, no. I mean, to say anyone is as good as Royce Lewis and St. Paul is just asinine anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. <laughs> but. Nobody, he's been no. ripping it up. Yeah. No. Um, but I, I'm. I'm concerned because less than a week ago, they were saying that. We want to make sure we're taking our time with him. We want to make sure that we are. Um, not just going to put him into the ro- um, the lineup, not the rotation, the lineup, um, and say, mm. yep, he's fine, he's good to go. Because when he came out of spring training and did that, he wasn't honest about where his wrist was at. And so now, in the four games that he's played, he's only gone mm. two and ten. Now, I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm not saying that that's good, but comparatively for what we need in our lineup that is not someone that I would have chosen um for him to come up um so for me it's you know how much longer are we going to ride this out are we going to give it the whole season how long will he actually be up so I'm I'm just not 100% sold on his reliability at this point. And obviously not to say, yeah, let's trade him and see what we can get. That's not where it's at. It's where are we in the process with how effective he is for this team? And if he doesn't improve and physically he can't get better, that's really unfortunate for him. But yeah, I guess down is the, I just want, we're in such a good spot right now. Hopefully the rest of the other eight guys that are on the lineup will be able to carry like we did when Snow was there and Snow wasn't really doing anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So if that's all he is, is, um, you know, there to take a lineup spot, that's fine. Then I'm, I'm fine with that. I just want to make sure that it's what our team actually needs right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I can, get your concern because i mean wrists are so important to a hitter's um, effectiveness and if you're already having wrist problems and you're 
in your early 20s. That, that's not good. <laughs> right. And so that is a concern. Hopefully this the second time is is you know something he can bounce back from and won't and uh we'll we'll see what uh what he's all about he has a heck of a minor league track record um yeah you know he is he was supposed to be you know like of all the prospects we had there was a time where he was our number one prospect um and so he, they didn't, they didn't call him up to play in a playoff game for nothing. You know, right. he made his debut in a playoff game. You got to remember that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's crazy. Um, and he might've been the best hitter on the team that day. <laughs> <laughs> Even <Sadly>. more crazy. <laughs> um, um, on him by, um, I understand why, why you feel. I don't think you're getting up on anybody means either, but um, nope. but I, I, I don't think he's going to be playing every single day because can play the positions he he's he he's going to play a fair amount, but I um, he's uh, thing. Do like about him is you know he can play, uh, in you know first base and outfield, um, so he's not just a one position guy, um, um, and if he if that wrist is finally in shape, we're gonna see that I think we're gonna see he can really hit, and uh, so hopefully that is the case, and then the only problem will be then the problem will be, and I think. It might be anyway. What do we do with Miguel Sano um, when he is eligible or ready to play again? Is I, you know, when when we were on here last week, my brother Daniel brought up the question: Is his career as a Minnesota Twin effectively over? Um, you know, depending on how long he's out, of course. You know, um, if he comes back before the season is over, which he probably will, um, you know, he'll be on the team. But at this point, I don't know that he will be back after this year. I think um, that, you know, he's had enough time and what he's shown is what he is. You know, he's a guy who's going to walk a ton, strike out a ton, and hit homers, and that's it. Yeah. You know, he's not, he's not going to be able to – he's not going to hit for a high average. Um, you know, unfortunately, no. you know, he's just – and can we afford to have a guy like that around? Um, and I I think they we could use that roster spot better in in – with a uh, players that have have more uh, uh, ability or you know can do more things at this right. point, you know, is that kind of way you feel at this point too? I definitely am 
at that point, yes. I really feel like as much as I he and he don't get me wrong, he mm-hmm. is a solid hitter. And when he's up to bat, he definitely is hitting the ball and he definitely is making contact. The problem is is that the contact never seems to come to fruition. Um, it never seems to get any further than where it needs to be. So, you know, I don't feel like right now, based on his performance, and I know that they always say, well, you don't base it on future performance, you base it on right now performance. Well, if we're looking at right now, Truly, there's no value um, to what he's bringing us. He is good at first base, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have we do have younger, better. Which I hate I hate saying younger because he's really not that old. Um, no, twenty eight, twenty nine, yeah, something like that. Well, you know so, that is getting nah. a little bit up there for baseball, but but not. I really not, feel like. Not horribly old. No, no, no. And I really think that this is something we're all going to have to come to terms with at this, (laughs) by the end of the season that he might not be on our team. Um, He might be in St. Paul. I don't know who would trade for him. I don't know who would take that on. Maybe this injury, he bounces back and does amazing. There's so many variables in baseball. I never want to say someone's done. But right now, specifically at this time, based on everything we've seen, I am not sure that he would stay viable for us as an asset. Yeah, well, what I think would happen is they because um they have an option on his contract that they could pick up or decline um and i think they'll decline it which will make him a free agent and uh he's young enough where i'm guessing some team will take a chance on him but it'll probably be a team that's not you know that's rebuilding um or looking for looking for answers, not one that's really um, expected to contend, I'm guessing. You know, he could end up being like a Pittsburgh Pirate or something. Um, uh, who knows? Which is, that that would be ironic because if you know Miguel's story, it was between us and the Pittsburgh Pirates who was going to get him when he was coming over to America, uh, a movie yep. about it. Everything it's pretty. I did not know, know but, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he's good. We, we signed him when he was sixteen years old, and um, so um, yeah, I can't remember the name of the. It's a Spanish word, and I can't remember it. But I, I but yeah, there was some many controversy about him signing between us and 
the Pittsburgh Pirates, and we got them instead of them. Um, so, but yeah, you should. I will have. I'll have to find that uh, for you and see if you if you want to check it out. Um, that would sometime. be awesome. Um, I think you can find it on like Amazon Prime. I think. But um, if you was to end up there specifically, that'd be ironic. But uh, but I'm guessing that something like that will happen. Is he'll, you know, he won't be brought back um, unless he has enough time where he pulls us again, goes on a tear, um, right? You know, hitting like twenty much in the season and then maybe they'll take an, one more shot at him or not I don't know but they you know with with guys who play his position you know he's a first baseman so they have they have Kirillov Miranda they have guys who they I'm sure want to get the playing time are going to get him out um that, Absolutely. And Miranda uh, has been a yeah. very pleasant surprise. You know, uh, and they're a lot younger than at this point, you know. So I think even if Miguel had a good stretch with whatever he has left, I don't know that it will be brought back. So whatever yep. amount of time he does play this year, for a minute, um, um, and then good luck to him wherever he uh, ends up. Hopefully, absolutely. it's not a white sock. God, long yes, as, that would be horrible. Can he figures out how to hit? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's about the way it would go. Seems like, like really? Now you learn how. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just to kill us. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't sound very Minnesota to me, does it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a, no, not at all. Um. So let's see. Um. Thing you wanted to talk about about the roster moves and what it looks like right now. I it's am. Been- been kind of a dizzying week keeping up with all of it. I really, honest to God, it has been, it's, yeah, it's been insane. And I'm, you know, it's kind of fun because we went 99 days wondering if we were going to have baseball. So I try not to <laughs> get too antsy about it. But I mean, how awesome is it that we do have this farm system? that we can just keep pulling guys from. And I think that's one thing for me that this season has really made a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. we spend so much time as Minnesota fans, as twins fans upset that, you know, Falvey and Levine aren't spending money like the Mets and the Yankees and the angels when we have that, yes, they have a large net worth, but they also have the capability to really pay for some big players. 
But here we are, and on Saturday afternoon, um, until Larnick was pulled off the lineup, mm-hmm. we had a homegrown lineup. And yeah. that how was pretty neat. insane is that? Like, they knew what they wanted, and they went out and they got it. Now, mm-hmm. you know, were we a tank team at one point to get a bunch of first-round drafts? I don't know. That being said, I have been so impressed with the capability to reach into our deep pockets that aren't money pockets. They're just farm pockets. Pluck them onto target field and win games. It blows, blows my mind because, you know, the angels aren't doing that. The Yankees aren't doing that, you know? And so I just, I find that really awesome. (laughs) At the same time, they don't really, those have single money. Um, right, but they're not winning any World Series. More resources, they need to cover their holes. Where rely on we we draft and find players out of the country and whatnot. Um, and we always always definitely do a good job of getting them through our our minor league system onto the big team. Um, And that, like you said, that was probably never more evident than this weekend when we were having lineups that were probably predominantly guys all from our organization and not from anybody else's at any point. They were all, they were almost all twins, farmhands, and organization which is pretty neat to see um and on a contending ball that's pretty fun yeah Um, it really is and it really makes me happy to say that we can do that yep yep that's pretty nice um yeah and so i know you had one of your questions you had when we were going back and forth about what we wanted to talk about you were Asked like, who would you say was the weekly MVP? And I thought about this. And I really couldn't nail it down to one guy. So I'm just gonna say, the the bullpen or the pitching was our saving grace this last week. And I mean, it you could say that for the whole season, but especially this last really hit that well. Um, they've kept. Especially this weekend when we won three games by one run. That, My God. And, you know, Dear Lord Pagan, please stop. <laughs> well, yeah. He's, he's, he's given me uh, uh, remembering. He's given me uh, shades of Eddie Cordato. Um, oh, God. My heart. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, know, you are. I don't think you need a just watch. Just watch a Eddie Gordado. Oh, God, um, right? And Pagan yeah. is good. You know, he, of it. <laughs> he did. He, yes, he did. Absolutely. So yeah, that's I guess something we could we could bring up. Do you think? I mean. Can't really take it away from 
from him. I mean, he has, I, he did blow one save recently, but um, um, you think? I wonder how long he's going to be the closer before they, because everybody, of course, wants it to be uh, Johan Duran because of his outstanding stuff. Um, although he proved this week he wasn't perfect. He gave up at anywhere. He gave two home runs. Um, he's, he's... <laughs> Ab- absolutely. They really all are. He's a human and who can I throw 102, you, I... but he's a... <laughs> Oh, right? The Durantula, he got that name for a reason. So it's, I I do like the fact that you said it's the bullpen because I really do feel like they, you're right with, one run or two runs it's just like oh my god um so margin for, me, for error here no it really and isn't it funny that a year ago we were losing games and in extra innings by one run <laughs> like i don't know and oh. i forgot to write down the stat like um uh, in one run games it's crazy good um yeah which would i mean that goes to your point there that we you know definitely the reason we've struggled we struggled last year was uh, in large part to our record in one on games or you know close games like that and the fact that we're now winning a majority of those that's that's always huge um i did i did catch this one note like our pitching staff has the fourth yeah, right. in, in the majors at yes. 3.11. Yes, I saw that the other day, and I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously was like, this can't be right, but it is. Um, yeah. I, thought, I, I wouldn't have thought that going in. Uh, no, no, no. I certainly was not expecting that at all. Um, I'm going to stick with pitching. I'm going to say Josh Winder. Um, oh, what a guy. Yeah. What a guy. I, he got his like two first major league starts were both wins. And they're both, they were both outstanding. Huh? Outstanding. And Glenn Perkins even said, you know, it took me three years to get my first win. Yeah, I remember. And I was like, and homeboy gets them two in one week. Like, oh, he's amazing. He's absolutely And I really love having him there. I love Glenn. Um, He's always been a good quote. (laughs) Oh, 100%. So I just, I really think that Josh Winder had it. I really think he was this week's MVP. Yeah, can't argue with that. He was... uh, he was very outstanding. Yeah. Fright out there. You know. He. Was it him or was it someone else who. He did admit that he was nervous, but then said. Well, if you're not nervous, you don't care. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's more of. It's excited and a nervous, like scared. So, which 
we'll, we'll take the nervous excited over the nervous scared all the time. And so he, but yeah, he's been outstanding. And now um, if Paddock's out for an extended period, he's going to be a part of that rotation um, long, you know, at least until he proves that he shouldn't be, which, um, you know, and, you know, he won't have to worry about Bundy taking his job back, um, even though Bundy will get his job back uh, for a while. It'll be interesting what see what they do if Bundy continues to struggle after he's back from COVID. Um, and then after uh, Paddock has recovered, what the uh, decision will be um, as far as the rotation goes. Um, if Winder's still doing what he's done, you know, would that be the end of uh, Dylan Bundy as a twin or what? That'll, that'll be a decision to watch. Yeah, I'm... I'm very curious. And again, I am very thankful that we have the pitching we do. I just yeah. hope between ugh, Bundy and Paddock and like, I know that we do have decent pitching, um, good yeah, pitching, yeah. but I don't want to be in a position where we're having to cherry pick pitchers because we don't have as much depth that we should right there. Like we do everybody else but I really am pulling for Bundy to get better and have his redemption spot and come back and just blow it out of the water yeah well we hope we definitely hope that um you know mainly what we want is whatever will help this team continue to to do what they're doing um you know and if that if that's Dylan Bundy, fantastic. If that means Josh Winder um, is now a fixture in the rotation, fantastic in my book. Uh, no matter what, I, I'm not going to be upset at all. Um, I you know so we'll, it'll be interesting to watch. So uh, this week. Uh, but, uh, the competition gets a little tougher. I'd say. Uh, they got six games this week since uh, they series with Houston uh, tomorrow through through Thursday, three game series, and then this weekend um, all the games are going to be at home. An advantage. So. I'm a little kind of nervous uh, looking at that Astros series, though, because I looked ahead at the pitching matchups, and as good as our pitching has been, uh, they have this guy named Justin Verlander. Uh, and he's, he's going to be pitching tomorrow. On, I want to say Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. versus Joe Ryan. Yep. No, so. I, I think Joe Ryan. No, 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 no. Wait, no, no, no. Hold on. Really? Because originally I thought he was supposed to go against. Yeah, I thought that I saw you tomorrow. 
Oh, no. Hold on. Let me check. No. Okay. It's Verlander and Ryan tomorrow. Oh, okay. They changed that then. So, uh, everybody watch that if you like pitching. Um, yeah, exactly. And uh, Wonder uh, will be closing out the series. Okay. Okay. Um, and you think maybe Jesse Verlander was going to struggle because uh, he's coming off Tommy John surgery and he's in his now late 30s. He goes out there and he's got a ERA below two. Um, so he's still good. <laughs> yeah, he uh, is definitely still Justin Verlander. And for those of you who are listening before the Houston series, please, please, for the love of God, have some class and don't boo them. Let's yeah, just, let's just. It's over, guys. it's over guys it's over (laughs) how many years ago how many years i mean i don't even know how many players are left from that team i know bregman's still there but other than him i you know i i'm sure there's a few but you know there's you know we got one of their guys their manager was fired um you know, you know. I, I'll say this: you can boo them, just don't do stuff like don't, don't throw crap or act with class. You can boo them, just, but don't, just don't act like buttheads. Yeah, exactly. You, know? <laughs> you paid your ticket. If you paid your ticket, you can boo them, but don't, don't be acting foolish like don't don't throw stuff don't yeah we're don't not talk about their mamas <laughs> <laughs> no mama talking <laughs> so uh, you know just be the classy minnesota fans you we know you are exactly so, and we know. are so excited to be able to talk about it after this series i'm so excited to talk about the houston and cleveland series because cleveland is going to be like oh Oh, I'm just glad it's not the White Sox, but I am very excited for the Cleveland series because I truly want to see where we are at in this division. Yeah, they're right behind the White Sox. They're only a half game out of second. So, and so, yeah, we definitely need to to keep them at bay this weekend. Uh, yeah, we play them. So that's just as important as if we were playing the White Sox is to play it play them well. Um and they've got they've got some this uh rookie that's been doing really well, Steve Stephen Kwan, I believe his name his name. Oh and he is a he is, weapon. Oh he is a, doesn't have a lot of power but he's been getting hits everywhere. Um from what I understand, I haven't watched a ton of the he he uh really good from what I've seen and uh, yeah he's amazing yeah and unfortunately because you know you had brought up you wanted to make sure our fans behave themselves uh, unfortunately he was the victim of Yankee fans not behaving themselves yes. Uh, 
story when, when the Indians oh, so yeah, we knew I would screw that up. And the Guardians played uh, in Yankee Stadium. I think that was a couple of the, um, Yankee fans thought it would be fun to throw stuff on the field. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't need any of that, guys. And, we... uh, uh, to the point where a couple of guys from Cleveland, from the Guardians, were ready to jump in the stands and fight. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> it would have been interesting. I'm glad, I'm glad that they did not. They were stopped before they got to that point. Um, but, so... Yeah, unless you want to take out, take on some uh, pro athletes that are bigger than you, please don't act like a Yankee fan. <laughs> that's that's literally your mantra for life. Don't <laughs> act like a Yankees fan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, even if we're playing them, don't act like a Yankee fan. Exactly. No, we had enough of that about twenty years ago when. Uh, Certain second baseman came back to uh, to play his first games in a Yankee uniform. Oh, and that's the right. Fans that's... lost their minds at that time. I forgot about that. Oh Years my ago. god! It had to be Dollar Dog Night. <laughs> okay, it had to be Dollar Dog Night. Well, it was. Uh... <laughs> Well, I'm glad that hot dogs don't cost a dollar at the <laughs> Target Field anymore. They don't, they don't have, they don't have dollar dog nights at Target Field. <laughs> yeah. Do they still? Do they still sell the uh, the boomstick? Do you know? You know, I am not quite sure. I do know that one of the other writers, Melissa, um, she's absolutely fantastic. She um, was recently at a twins game and she did an article um regarding like i believe the seat prices were really cheap and they were bringing back dollar dog night or dollar dog night for college students something along those lines but i don't remember anything about the boomstick but she does have an article on um, twins daily regarding that okay well go check that out uh people when you get a chance um, cause I think, I, I think they do. And I think even like, I think even the Seattle Mariners do, cause for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a really huge hot dog that was, uh, I think it costs like 23 bucks to, and, uh, it's got so much stuff on it. it frankly, I don't know that I would even try it. Um, <laughs> Um, I can't uh, eat anything without dripping it on myself, so I just stick to a hot dog and ketchup. <laughs> there you go. And uh, but this thing is, and and it's named after uh, um, Nelson Cruz, whose nickname is the Boomstick. So, yeah. um, and I so and I think Seattle still sells one because he played there for many years, and uh, I don't know if any other teams he's been on still. Oh, sell one or sold one bef- while he was there, um, but it's got so much stuff on it. It it was you know 
I don't think you'd eat for a week after if you attempted to finish one of them things. Oh, uh, I yeah, I'd be sick for days. Yeah, I think. I mean, a lot of it looked good, but uh, at the same time, it's just it's like I think it's more than a foot long, and so it's <sighs> and it's and it's really loaded. So anyway, no hot dog talk. I yeah, because I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> But uh, I don't know. Was there anything that we didn't cover? No, I think we are moving right along. It just like uh, just like the season, we're taking a little bit to get going, but we are really the twins are giving us tons of content, which we love to see. Yeah, this is definitely not a boring team. Um, you know, this is not a team that, like, by this time last year, I think. I don't know if I would have quit the podcast, but I might have been like, eh, what do we talk <laughs> about that's not depressing? Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But we don't have that. We have, while well, we have piled up the injuries, we have, we are proving our organizational depth and, and just, it's wonderful and keeping the boys in contention and uh, everything that's, I love it. So, um, I think we can wrap it up here. Unless yeah. there's anything else, if you wanted to mention as far as your work or anything. Um, uh, no, right now I'm just covering um, Saturday night games. I do have an article coming out um, with Josh Winder and his family. So, okay. looking we'll for that, that this week. Yeah, I got a chance to talk to his old um, college coach, and I got a chance to talk to um, his mom. We had coffee okay. the other day, so that was a oh, lot yeah. of fun. She is fantastic, and I can tell where Josh gets it from. So, I'm excited for that article article to come out, but otherwise, no, just join me on Saturday games on Twitter for live tweeting and interaction. And I look She's forward fun, to guys. you the game cap. So yeah. that's She's all fun, I know. guys. You might, you might learn. You, I don't want to embarrass you, but you might learn some, some words you might not, you maybe shouldn't. Guys. <laughs> you might your kids yeah they're not words your kids are gonna need to hear just so you're aware i would like you to know that <laughs> because but i'm what we you're... call animated and passionate <laughs> there you go. and uh it, it can be quite humorous because you like to uh you can let's say sometimes you you can freak out a little bit it's kind of fun yeah, I can. Sometimes I want to go, Shelly. Sometimes <laughs> I want to tell Shelly, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I gotta, I gotta calm down sometimes. So, yep, but um, I'm getting better. I'm good. slowly getting better. <laughs> oh, good. We need passionate fans. It's, yes, absolutely. So it's it's great. So, but no, um, but yeah. So we'll look out for that article. Um, and how the, I'm sure you'll. Uh, if people did want to follow you, um, how can they do that? Um, they can go ahead and follow me on Minnesota Sports Gal on Instagram and on Twitter, M N S O T A Sports Gal, and then uh, through Twins Daily, twinsdaily.com, and come on over and 
read some amazing baseball articles from my colleagues, myself, and things are hot right now. So we are pumping out the content as much as we can. All right. And, oh, and I did want to mention this. Um, we're, I want to, the thing I want to try, hopefully we'll have uh, listeners who will want to do this. Uh, we have, I have the ability or we have the ability through the app that we use here for this podcast to take voicemails. Um, so if, if, if you're out there and you want to ask us a question or bring up something, um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes and I'll tweet it out, um, as well that you can, uh, you can actually leave us a voicemail. We can listen to it and, and, uh, discuss it on the podcast um uh so if you want to do that that's i thought that would be a fun thing to to do yeah Um, please join yes leave voicemails and ask questions because you learn we learn it's really exciting so please do that yeah and it's just fun um so yeah with that i think we are we are good uh you can uh, we didn't have Daniel or uh, uh, Chris available tonight um, like we normally would, um, but they're still part of this, uh, so hopefully they'll be able to join us next week. Uh, sounds like my brother's uh, in the process of maybe moving to a different different house, and um, so uh, that's why what's he's been busy with but uh and chris i think he had a prior thing going on that um tonight but uh other than that hopefully they'll be back soon and uh, otherwise you'll just have to put up with us which i hope is just fine (laughs) 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 at least so we're good to go (laughs) so uh but uh if you do want to follow the uh, show you can uh, do so on Facebook. Just look up, look for Twins Nation podcast um, through Facebook. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Twins Nation Pod. Um, and um, if you want to follow me, I'm at Big Joe Gun on um, on Twitter. Um, and I think that'll do it. We'll see you guys next week. Um, and uh, hopefully we are still talking about a first base, first place ball club. Absolutely. You guys have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Take it easy, guys. You too.